Hi there, and welcome to Entrepreneur on the Grow. My name is Jared Kruger, and I'm the head of education at Startup School. And I'm super excited to be joined today by Stephen Burrow, one of our alumni, um, but more importantly, a mover and a shaker at the moment in the entrepreneurial world. And I'm so, so chuffed that we can have a conversation today about some of the exciting things that are happening um, with your business, Stephen. Hi, good morning, Jared. How are you doing? Yeah, good, man. Welcome. Good. Uh, thank you so much for having us on the show again. It's really, I love doing this kind of thing. It's so important for us, um, you know, having got our, our runs on the board is to try and sort of in some way, shape or form, give something back again. Fantastic. Well, let's uh, let's kick off straight away with saying uh, you're giving us a, a, an idea of who you are and, and the business that you, you're currently growing at a, at a rapid pace. Sure. Thank you for that. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we started in mid-2020 um, and really kicked into gear in 21, actually. So sort of in the middle of COVID um, with a entry into the school shoe market in South Africa, um, very much in sort of the entry level from a price point perspective. But we we really took a different slant on what was available. Um, and we opted to go with shoes that were, were more packed with value and uh, an offering of comfort that was sadly lacking in, in many of the other school shoes on the market at that price point anyway. So we launched a brand called Softer. And, um, you know, as a result of, of my involvement and participation in startup school and through the business funding comp components of it, we were able to get our, our foot firmly in the door um, with Mr. Price. And we, we actually about to go into our third back to school season with them, which is super exciting because it really was the, the platform that got us launched and got us sort of in the public eye. Um, and off the back of that, you know, software has grown to a number of other retail groups. We we are present in the hub. Uh, we're present in Kingsmead Shoes. We're present in Solo Shoes. And then we've got a couple of other, a large number actually of independent um, outfitters and, and uh, independent dealers who stock our products as well. So we've, we've really been very fortunate. We're in, going to our third year of trade now and, you know, the growth has been has been good and the, the product's been really well received. Hard to come up against a, a, an established brand. You know, change is hard for people, but we do see incredibly positive signs uh, of people being willing to try something different. Fantastic. But now I think the, the, the burning question for, for, for me and, and I'm sure many of our listeners, what, you know, why doing this thing for yourself? Why, you know, what, what in you made you want to to start a business? Yeah, you know, I think one of the things, you know, growing up and getting older is you you have this fire inside of you that you you destined for something more. There's got to be more to life for you to do than than just what you've always been doing. And you know, I think you get into a comfort zone, and as time gets you know goes on, you become a bit jaded, and you. You kind of those those fires tend to die inside of you, and I, I really, I really, you know, in a way, part of me is sorry that I didn't start sooner. But obviously, the timing was perfect. But I think for, for us, you know, there was there was twofold. The one was this desire to do something different with your life, you know, to add value, to to leave a legacy, to make an impact. And then I think the other thing is the practical consideration was, you know, the, as a victim of COVID, you know, being retrenched and really having to scramble to sort of survive. Um, yeah. you grab hold of opportunities, you know, and, and you suddenly discover that actually that fire that was burning inside of you is there still. And we, I think to a large degree, everybody has it. 
um, this 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 ability to do something, you know, start a business, whether yeah. it's a side hustle or whatever it is. And we just, I just really forced home the issue because I knew that this was it. You know, this was my opportunity. Yeah, and I mean, you, you, you know, you, obviously the the COVID kind of put you in a the COVID situation put you in a in a, in a almost a crisis um, mode. Mm. Um, mm. But you know, you also had to take quite significant risk um, to to start yeah. this thing. And what 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 was that like for you taking that kind of risk? So I, th- I think you know the reality is in South Africa, you know, finding a job for anybody is hard. Um, and I think you know the other end of the spectrum from being a st- starting out in your career, being at the part of the career where I am, a little bit older. Um, you know, qualified, it's hard as well because you tend to be overqualified and people, you know, assume they can't afford you. So, but you're left in this position where you really, the, the only risk you have to take is is not doing it because you don't have much left to give, you know. So you have the responsibility of a, of a husband and a father and those commitments that come with it and uh, have incredibly supportive structures around me. So, you know, my wife was was saying to me, well, you know, this is an opportunity. You know, if work is hard to come by, then grab this opportunity, you know, partner in this business and run with it. Because if it, if you can pull it off, well, then, you know, you'll never look back. And if you don't pull it off, well, it would have cost you nothing anyway because you really have nothing more to lose. So sometimes that's probably the best place to be is in a position where you actually have nothing more to lose. Um, Having said that, I think if if someone had asked me now, you know, when is a good time to start, I would say the the best time to start is when you feel that you need to start, yes. um, because you know you normally find when you're young you have no risk. You know, you you can go into this, and if it fails, you can, you're still young enough to recover. You know, you don't have the responsibilities that come with getting older. But but when that that feeling starts knocking on the door. I think that's the time to listen to it and, 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 and go for it because there's no time like that moment, you know? Absolutely. Kind of that, that internal or intrinsic motivation to get going. Yeah. Correct. Uh, I think the, the, you know, in, in, in South Africa at the moment, there, there's a lot of, of challenges that we're facing and, and people are feeling a bit um, overwhelmed. Um, so mm. it's interesting to, to hear, you know this idea of the intrinsic from inside what that motivation may mm. or may not be and and i am I'm, I'm super positive that many south africans have that fire inside and yeah. i really like your your advice there that when you feel that fire you know act on it go and go and, go yeah. and see what you can do see where see where it can take you correct yeah i think if you look around you know it's for a young graduate leaving varsity or technicon or a college or wherever they're coming from just it's very daunting to see the prospect of having to find work in the current economy. It's, it's hard out there. It's tough. And, and the, you know, to sit and spend time with someone to try and get motivated to do it is not easy either because a lot of people aren't motivated at the moment. So the, the issue of motivation, the idea of motivation is something that has to come from within. You, you don't get up in the morning because somebody else is making you do it. You get up because you feel inherently that you need to do it. And, I think that's true of, of entrepreneurship as well. You know, you, you can't look to someone else to get you going. You can't look to someone else to give you that, that step up. It, you have to do it yourself. And there, there's a lot of lessons I've learned along the way. But, you know, we, 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 we can't operate in silos either. We're, we're in community with people. We're in network with people. 
And you have to lean on those networks. You have to lean on those people and those relationships because you will be incredibly surprised how, how open people are to becoming a part of the journey if you've got a good story to tell. People like that kind of thing and they're, and they're quite happy to step in and help. Absolutely. I think there's that, that I like your, your, your view on, on a sense of community. And I, and I, and I want to use this as a launch pad to, to go into the next bit of this conversation. And that is the kind of the, the exciting stuff that is happening now for softer. Um, and I think a lot of it is, yeah. is around uh, the, these relationships and the way that you've opened yourself up to, to the network, you know, feeding that network and seeing what comes back. So Stephen, share, share some of the, the exciting stuff that's happening right now with softer. Cool. Yeah, um, it really is. So, so, I mean, one of the things you learn is when the ball starts rolling, you have to be open to opportunities as they, uh, you know, as they make themselves known. You, you have to see them and you have to go for it. And um, my partner and I, we, we, we actually attended a, a session on uh, a, a gentleman called Mark Shem, and he, he runs this, this workshop called Suits and Sneakers. And um, we went to go and watch one of his, you know, interviews with an entrepreneur and the entrepreneur in question on the night was was none other than Nick Dreyer from Felskun. And, um, you know, we, we'd been following the Felskun journey because it resonated well with us, a, a really good South African story. And um, I had some in, indirect knowledge of, of Nick's and, and, and Ross Zondag's dealings. And, you know, it was just an interesting story for us. And we watched him speak and it was really inspirational. And at the end of the, his chat, he said, you know, if any of you have got an idea, that you think you can make into a reality and you need help, you know, reach out to me. Here's my email address and let's talk and let's see how I can help you. And I, I just said to my partner, we have to talk to him right now, you know, like as in this evening. And um, we literally cornered him in the, in the, after the event um, over some refreshments. And we just said to him, we love your story. This is what we do. Would you guys be open to a collaboration? Because we know that Falcon had done a number of collabs at that stage. They'd done some very successful work, you know, with, with DHL. They'd done a, a whole range there and they'd launched that product at Paris Fashion Week. And I mean, they, they're just the most incredible people in terms of connecting the dots. And I, I just knew that for this, this, the softer train, as we call it, to really gain momentum, we had to find a way somehow to hitch ourselves to a, a bigger, more powerful locomotive. And and these guys were it, you know, and they shared a story that that really resonated with me. And it's something that we, we won't forget. And the, the moment we can do it ourselves, we certainly will. Um, they, although they own the trademark, well, the registered name, Feltskun, um, they don't enforce the use of that name in South Africa with anyone else, as long as your product is made in South Africa. Because, you know, Feltskun is to South Africa what champagne is to France. You know, it's, yeah. it's, who, it's in our culture, it's in our DNA. I love, and, that, um, I love that, that that they've done this. It's just fantastic. They're really incredible. And, and he actually goes so far as to say they've, they've helped launch a number of Felskun startups from their offices in Cape Town rent-free. I mean, that's just mind-boggling. You know, so, so we, we mindset, came up yeah. with this concept. No, it's, it's a totally different, it's this abundance mindset. You know, it's not yeah. the scarcity mentality that, that people have. And we, we came up, out of that, we came up with a little sort of a, like a live by, like a mantra almost, if you want, that says you can never do well until you do good. And, and that's something that we really try and practice every day in our little business. And I mean, we're very small still, but so the, the nuts and bolts are we, we, um, 
we had this conversation and we pitched it to 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 Nick and he off the bat was immediately receptive, said they had actually been down that road. They weren't able to bring it to fruition at the right price points. It had kind of been part of their range, but was almost stillborn. But they'd love to see what we could come up with. Could we meet with him? And sort of two weeks later, uh, my, my partner and I met with him and Ross, um, and we showed them the samples of our current product and, and the way we'd packaged it and our story around the comfort factor. And they, they loved it. They asked if they could keep the samples. Um, they took it back to Cape somewhere with them. And sort of immediately the next week, they set up this – this Felskun software WhatsApp group and the communication just started back and forth uh, ideas. And, you know, we, we really, we just threw us, uh, we knew we had one shot at this, you know, and if we deliver on it, then it's going to go well. So we threw ourselves completely into this project. And within a matter of weeks, we had, um, you know, samples made up and, and shipped to Cape Town for them to view and, so we we what we decided on was we were going to create the first fully fledged South African designed and manufactured school shoe. So I, I just want to qualify that there's a lot of school shoes that are designed and manufactured in South Africa, but these designs are all inherited from European school shoe design. You know the the names even have carried across. The, the Felskin style and design is quintessentially South African. You know, it's a stitch down, it's a rubber sole, it's genuine leather upper. It's all those good things that we like about about the Felskin range and about our country. You know, so we we made up this range of samples and shipped it down, and and it got such great reception. And then then the reality was, well, when are we going to do this thing? So. We've kept this under wraps for sort of almost nine months, and it's been quite hard because it is super exciting to work with people who are thinking three or four steps ahead of where you are, you know, and pushing you to be better. Yes. So yeah, we we brought we brought the project to fruition in mid-May um, and launched it in Cape Town, Joburg, and Durban. Um, and we we went big, you know. For us as a little startup, we we went big. So Cape Town, we launched at at Felskun's offices in 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 Pardon Island, in Joburg. We actually kind of completed the circle we, we launched back at the Trist which is Mark Sham's venue in Woodmead and that was really special to really you know close the loop there and then in Durban we we kind of shelved the full-on launch because we really didn't have a great footprint there of who we were going to talk to so I just went down and we I kind of did a road show to a number of retailers and and schools and whatever the case is and the response I mean has been you know quite astonishing to be honest because First of all, you know, the Felscreen team and specifically Nick, he, he's really got such a great public audience and he's got such a, a major following. And when he made the announcement and he put it out there that, that Felscreen has partnered with Softer, you know, and we're the lead on the brand. Though, so it's Softer x Felscreen, the, the brand. It's just to have that that positioning, it's just got such legs to it, you know, and mm-hmm. it was super well received across the market, you know. So we're in talks with... Uh, we don't even have stock yet. The stock hasn't even arrived yet. So, um, but we're in talks with some newer, uh, new retailers who, who kind of position the product differently. It is a little bit more expensive because uh, the nature of the manufacturing and the materials we use are more expensive. But the product is super South African. It's everything, you know, the, the, the kind of what we're saying is that it's everything that's, that the South African child is, you know, stronger, 
and more robust and more resilient, but also softer and kinder and 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 inherently more gentle, actually. And we've we've created a campaign which which I, I'll get to just now that really attaches itself to this product. And um, that was the one thing we wanted to have a, a product with a conscience. Yeah. And then the second thing we wanted to do was we wanted to somehow disrupt the supply chain because um, school shoes are actually quite expensive if you think really how, how cheap they actually are to manufacture on the one side. Yes. So that, those were our two targets. Well, three, a great shoe, a great product, a great range, um, something with a conscience. And then, of course, um, obviously, you know, we wanted to come back, come to the, to the party with, with a product that could be proudly South African, that could represent everything we wanted, you know? Yes. It's super exciting. I, I mean, I'm sitting in my felt scones yet, so uh, you, you don't, I mean, I'm one of the, one of the converts um, and I would be, uh, I can't wait to see this shoe, um, you know, the, the, the school shoe range. But tell yes. me that you, you hinted at this at this other campaign that is alongside, um, or, or I suppose not alongside even, kind of that runs yeah. through the, the story. Um, sure, I'd love to hear more about that. So we we know that you know even prior to twenty twenty, prior to COVID, um, the whole issue of mental health um, has has been a thing, and and it's it's not gotten better. You know, people are under. A, a huge amount of pressure and stress and I, I don't need to go into the reasons why we just know that it's become a, a real pandemic of in its own um and and no no less so in children you know we 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 know that children are under pressure to perform to deliver to meet standards to achieve you know it's, it's really quite something out there you know and um we just felt that that was a campaign that we wanted to do, uh, sort of align with, with the product. But more specifically, we also know that 52% of all South African school kids are, are actually subject to some or other form of bullying, whether it's physical bullying or cyber bullying or emotional trauma. It, it is a big thing. And so we, we've, we've decided to, with our range, is to focus our attention on an anti-bullying campaign. And um, part of this campaign means that I, I said we wanted to disrupt the supply chain. And that meant that we were actually reaching out to schools directly to see that those schools who had their own school shops, we would make the product directly available to them. And we would have a control me mechanism over the, the selling price so that we could keep these shoes as affordable as possible. That was the first thing. The second thing is we wanted to give something back. So apart from the school keeping the profit that they were selling the shoes for, we as a business, we're also going to be putting a, an amount into that school's bursary fund to help, um, you know, deserving students who couldn't afford fees, just to help subsidize to some degree. And, and, and the other thing was to say to the schools, we can, with every pair of lace-ups that went out there, we're including a pair of laces that's actually made up in the colors of the South African flag. And on the girls' one, where they've got the little strap, we've made a little like a little band almost that slides over the strap also in the, in the colors. And what we've asked to do, it's actually on our messaging on the shoes, on the hang tags, is we encourage every child who, who buys a pair of these shoes on Fridays to put their, their SA colored laces in or their SA colored band over that strap in support of victims of bullying. That was the first thing. We wanted people to take a stand um, and, 
And then the second thing is every single pair of shoes of those shoes that get sold, that child who gets that pair gets is entitled to a free 12-month subscription to a program called Are You Okay, which is overseen and managed by Felskin. It's a mental health program that's internationally accredited, and they get free access to the coursework online for 12 months. Um, and it deals with anything from anxiety to stress to depression to addiction, any of those topics that cause an issue with a child's mental health. They would get that license free for 12 months. And 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 then we've gone further is that every of the, every one of those licenses, we've actually made them an additional three members per license. So it's a family license for four people. Um, and we just felt this was something that was really important to us. You know, we'd all been victims of some or other trauma over this time, whether it's a job loss or uh, family members passing away or pressure. We just felt that this was probably the, the single best support we could give to this product um, and to the people who bought the product as well. That's fantastic. I think, you know, we talk in, in the startup schools program, there's there's a kind of big section on on social responsibility um, and how businesses yeah. today are, are needing to to not just think what the bottom line is about. So it's so good yep. to hear these stories with startups uh, such as yourselves. You know, the, the yep. fact that you're building this into the foundation, the very foundation of your business is, is considering the customer holistically, considering the, the country and considering a kind of a globally what, you know, what, what does, what does humanity need right now? So yeah, huge congratulations mm. to mm. you guys. I'm so excited to, to, to see this, you know, grow um, and, and happen in, in, you know, in our schools and, and with our youth. So I think the, yeah, the, yeah. the final question I want to know is, is, what where are we now i mean where where can we go and find these shoes when when are they going to be ready for for schools um this the, this crossover okay so so exciting stuff is we've already i've pre-sold a, a huge number of pairs online on our online portal already um and people have actually ordered and paid for the shoes that knowing full well that they're probably only going to get them sort of the middle of july you know when the next batch comes available but people have been so, you know, clear on what they want. Um, and we, we've reached people far afield. I mean, we, Northern Cape, Pumalanga, the Limpopo province, then some of the CBD areas. Um, we've already aligned ourselves with, I would say, just roughly off the top of my head, more than 25 schools around the country who have opted to, to bring the shoes into their stores and to make it kind of the school shoe of choice. Um, but effectively, what can happen is people can go onto our, our website. So it's um, www.felskun.softer.co.za. Um, and that will take you to the page. There is a, there's an e-commerce portal there. You can view the shoes there. You can read a little bit up about are you okay and what we're doing with that. Um, in terms of retail partners at this stage, uh, it's a bit early to announce exactly who they are. We will be putting that out on, on social media and on our website shortly. We're pretty close to securing, I think, at least three sort of really big names in the retail space, which we're very excited about. Um, but for now, I think the best port of, port of call would be to go to our website. It's falskun.softer.co.za. Um, the, 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 the range is actually called a school schoon. So it's it's a combination of English and Afrikaans. It's S-C-H-O-O-L-S-K-O-E-N. 
So it's schoolskun. And um, you can actually email that address as well, schoolskun at softer.ca.za. And we'll handle all inquiries that come in. But but I can tell you that by probably October, November, that'll be full-on in retail space. But we'll be selling them online um, from sort of mid-July. We'll have stock available and we'll be shipping to all, all parts and far corners of the country as well. well that's fantastic, Stephen. I'm, I'm super excited about it. And I'm, I'm, so, I'm so glad that, that the momentum is there. Uh, I think yeah. the last thing I wanted to just uh, you know, ask of you is, you know, we, we, we've got a number of our listeners who are, are you know, right early stages of, of thinking about being an entrepreneur and wanting to, to kind of get the ball rolling. They're attracted to this idea of making something happen. Um, is there a, yeah. a, a message that you'd like to give those guys that are at, that's at the beginning? You know, I just want to say, you know, some people could argue we've been fortunate in that some of the opportunities that have come across our way, but but it really goes back to what I was saying earlier. You know, I think the message is clear. So the first thing is you've got to be relentless. You know, if it's what you want, you've got to commit yourself to it and you've got to go at it a hundred miles an hour. It's, it's, you know, so my partner and I, we actually both still work a full-time job each. Um, so we, we working sort of eight to five every day on our regular jobs. And then we're working six to 10 at night on, on softer and the softer Falscon project and weekends, we meeting sort of every weekend twice, you know, we talk every night it's in our DNA. Our families have, you know, you make sacrifices when you're an entrepreneur and you, you know, this, this notion that I, I want to work for myself so I can play golf more often. Yeah, maybe one day, you know, but <laughs> right now it's all about, it's it's the job, you know, and so be relentless. Don't let anything distract you. Set your mind. Be single-minded on what you want and what you want to achieve. The second thing I'd like to say is is take the chances. You know, the chances will come along. These these opportunities come along, and you've got to trust your gut sometimes. And you've you know when you see an opportunity that thinks like it seems like it could be a good idea, you know, take the chance. Back yourself um, and go for it. Um, the, the third thing I want to say is, is have a story and have an elevator pitch because mm. sometimes that chance you take, you're going to have 30 seconds to sell it. And so have a story, have a compelling story that people are going to attach themselves to that are going to buy into and then, and then have a way of communicating that because those 30 seconds, I, I, ca I can't tell you, um, Jared, we've had apart from the, the Nick connection at Felskun and taking that chance and, and getting to, to, to chat to Stuart Cohen when we originally got going and getting into Mr. Price. And we've, we've had other opportunities because we had our story straight. You know, it was a good story. We had an elevator pitch prepped. We've, we've got an agency that's, that, that we could only dream of having as our creative agency that has done work for us in this launch up to um, the, for the Felskun collab. And I mean, at some point, we're going to have to pay these guys, but they haven't billed us yet. And the reason they haven't done that is because they love the story. They just, they get excited when they deal with us. And, and, and that all comes from, from being relentless, having a story, having an elevator pitch, and taking the chances. You know, the chances will come. You have to grab them. And I, I just, yeah, you, you know, I really can't think that there's one single thing. I think it's a whole collection of things, but these, these things really stood out for me. Fantastic, Stephen. Thank you so, so much. 
we're super excited about about your story and thank you for sharing your story to date and we know that the story is only going to evolve so um good luck to you and your and your team that is going to be growing now um and thank you yeah we really are are very proud um to 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 see see what's happening so you know you certainly are an entrepreneur on the grow thanks so much jared and really just for anyone who listens to this, this podcast just you know, take the lessons learned from startup school. You know, we, we like connecting ourselves to startup school at every opportunity because, you know, we really believe sincerely that the solution to any challenges in this country do not lie in the hands of necessarily just government or big business, but they lie in the hands of ordinary individuals every day who start a business and who take a chance. And and really, you guys do great work. So thank you for allowing us to be part of that. Always a pleasure, Stephen. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thanks, Jared.